0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Redo You, the podcast, the podcast where I get to just chat with my friends and we talk about what they did when life threw them a curveball. Today, I'm talking to a dear friend of mine, Anthony Jackson, is with us, and Anthony and I actually met at SETS. He was my very first gym partner there, and he is one of the coolest, wisest people I know. So I'm so thankful that he hopped onto this podcast to chat with us today. Hope you enjoy. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Anthony. Okay, we're live. We're doing this.
1: We're live. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm super excited. Okay. Me too. Let's see start with a little bit of background um, to let everyone else know who you are and what you do. So can you share a little bit of that with everyone and also include like where you grew up, where you live now, what your family life looks like? Sure,
1: sure. Uh, So um, I'm uh, Anthony Jackson, originally born in uh, Bronx, New York, but that was very, very short-lived. From Bronx, we went to Manhattan which was also short lived, but I spent most of my, um, life, uh, or, you know, I don't want to say life, but my, uh, childhood years up until high school in Lakewood, New Jersey. Um, so my parents moved us down there and I pretty much from first grade up until high school, I was in, uh, Lakewood, um, graduated in 95. Ooh. I, I probably. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I should have said that, but, um, it's out there. I <laughs> graduated in 1995. Um, both my parents are from, from New York, um, I have two, uh, two older brothers, so I'm the youngest of three. Cool. Um, we're each about four years apart. And where are your um, brothers now? Um, I have one brother who's actually in West Orange. Um, he's a, um, I want to say a track all-star. I mean, he was the one who, I did run track way, way, way back in the day, but um, he was the one who kind of got me into running track. And um, he coaches track, so he's in um, West Orange. Cool. He's my that's the, uh, middle brother, um, Jason Lamont. And then my oldest brother, um, Sam third. he's down in, in Georgia. Um, so kind of spread out, but wow. uh, we do get to, you know, see each other um, as, as best we can, um, you know, throughout the holidays and, and things like that.
0: Cool. And what do you do right now?
1: Um, so right now I am a... Uh, an analyst for a health insurance company, um, and when I say analyst, I know that means quite a few different things. But pretty much, um, I just uh, test the systems that the company uses. Um, so it's a health insurance company. So if you happen to call in about your claim or health insurance, and they're taking your information on a system, that system we test it to make sure it works uh, properly on the back end. So they say analyst, but I like to just think of myself as a uh, a tester. systems more or less. Do you like it? I do. I do. It's, it's interesting because I actually, um, went to school for accounting and, and how I got to be a tester is, um, it's, it's just interesting because I went to school for accounting, have a degree in accounting, and I was looking to work in the finance department, um, for health insurance. And I figured, you know, getting in the front door, then I could kind of move around. So I started as like a, um, accounts receivable clerk in a customer service department. But before I knew it, I was getting promoted within that department. And I kind of moved further and further away from finance. I did apply for a job in finance, but uh, uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't get it. And I, um, ended up in, uh, in the it world of, um, you know, systems and testing and back end. and you know, 20, is it 20 years, 19, 20 years later, I'm still there. That's well,
0: great. I, we love tech heads over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, love my, I love my technology.
0: Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, what does your family life look like?
1: Uh, family life. So I am uh, married. Uh, my wife, Nzinga, um, I met her. Hmm, I met her. I'm trying to think of how old I was. I was real young, I might have been like ten, and she might have been nine whoa <laughs> when, you know, when, when I, yeah when I, when i first yeah when I first met her, um it was in uh, the summer summer camp behind my house, and that's cool. where i first why I first met her, and we were um on again off again, and mostly the off agains were because of me but um, <laughs> yeah. On again, off again through um, you know, middle school, high school and um, you know, found our way, you know, back to each other and Oh my gosh, you know, she, yeah, she uh, you know, put up with me and um we we're still here. That's um,
0: adorable and also super congratulations to you guys for you. being together for so long.
1: Yeah. It's, I feel uh, like
0: we hear of high school sweethearts, but nine ten, wow.
1: Yeah, it was it was, you know, I had um <clears throat> I had some some growing up to do, even even after we, uh, you know, got together and 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 finally did get married. But I had some growing up to do. But again, the off and on, off was definitely you know on me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we are married now. I have um, I have four children. So um, before Nzinga, um, I had my oldest daughter India. Um, India is twenty three. She about to, she's about to be twenty four. Awesome. Um So I had um, India, and then with uh, Nzinga, who's um, my wife now, I have uh, three more. So I have uh, Niles Anthony, who's 22. I have Naya, who's 20, and I have Noble, who's 16.
0: Ooh, almost all adults.
1: Yeah, yeah, so girl, boy, girl, boy. Do they all live with you? They they do, they do. They all live with me, and, and even... Despite the the age, I know some, you know, some will say, oh, you know, because of the age, like they shouldn't be living with you. But that was something that I always, always wanted. Something I always, um, even even prayed for. Because India's mother, you know, wasn't um, uh, Nazinga and there was just, you know, she would come over to visit, come over to stay, and but never really lived there. So yeah, everybody's here with me now, and I'm I'm, I'm grateful.
0: Wow, what is that household like having? basically six adults living in one house
1: yeah it's um six adults plus a dog six oh. adults plus a dog but yeah oh, gosh. um <laughs> yeah we just recently got a dog i threw Aww, that in there congratulations yeah. <laughs> thank you thank um, you
0: what type of dog and how old
1: um so her name is dakota and she is, she is a uh, cane corso and pitbull Adorable. Came How old? Uh, she's uh, just over three months.
0: Oh my goodness, I can't. Yeah.
1: Just over three months. So so with her being a baby and then having six somewhat adults, because we're all, you know, children in, in some way, shape, yes. or fashion, Amen. it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, you know, there lots of laughs, you know, um, but then also, you know, there's the everybody's kind of set in their own ways even though they're still young you know yeah. like, you know for me I'm I'm 42 so I still consider myself to be young but for the you my children, are for
0: sure young <laughs> <laughs> you kept up with me at the gym and pushed me even harder yeah, you are young
1: I, I, I need that I need that again <laughs> um, but um yeah it, it's it's um, it's never a dull moment I'll, I'll say that somebody's always busy somebody's always doing something somebody's always thinking of something, um, you know, it's, it's just, um, very lively, yeah. lively here. Yeah.
0: What is like the favorite thing that you guys like to do all together?
1: Hmm. Favorite thing is, and, and, and it might seem really, um, I don't want to say mundane or normal, but it's just like, if we can have like good food and like a good movie or a good, a good show, that's something that we can all kind of laugh at and give yeah. our, our input Um, you know, we do play, uh, we do play games. Mostly it's Uno or Monopoly. Monopoly, it starts out good, but we never get to finish. Um, it just kind of just like drags out on and on and on. I
0: feel like that's everyone playing Monopoly though.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Um, that's great. I love that. Um, what would be like, what was the last show that you guys all watched together?
1: Um... So the last show, and I'll just uh, it was um, what were we watching? We watching? I think it might have been on HBO. Uh, it was Vice Principals. So it's kind of a um, it's 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 not a uh, it's a it's a more of an adult show. Okay. Yeah, more of a, more of an adult show. So it was on HBO. So um, Vice Principals was probably the last show that I think we watched. But generally, if we're all sitting around and it's and it's dinner time and we're just you know, it's probably like The Office something like The Office yep. or, um, I don't know, like Everybody Hates Chris, uh, Martin, um, it, it, you know, really we can we can kind of find ourselves watching anything, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know, that laughter that kind of brings everybody, you know, together. And, yeah. And it kind of just spins off from, from there.
0: I feel like I'm the one, like, weirdo in America who doesn't like The Office.
1: No. Yeah, the office is one of my favorite. I
0: I just one of my favorite shows. My parents like got into it, and I would like walk in, and they'd be watching. And I really, I tried. I would sit and I would watch, and I think I would get through like three or five minutes, and I would just be like, "I'm gonna go in the other room." I don't know why. I just can't get into it. But the memes are funny.
1: The the memes are funny. Um, But yeah, you you gotta you gotta give give it a give it a try. Dwight is. Excuse me, Dwight is hilarious. I mean, everybody on the show is hilarious, but yeah. Dwight is my uh, my my favorite uh, favorite character. On well, the show. I
0: I will have to go back to episode one and try to try to sit through a few episodes, and then maybe if I start at the beginning, I'll like get into it.
1: Yeah, give 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 it a shot. Great, <laughs> it's, it's a great show.
0: Okay, so other than what you guys like to do for fun together, for you personally, what are a few things that you like to do for fun?
1: Um, I love. Uh, video games so anything that's from you know the original Nintendo to PlayStation Xbox switch um, you name it I play it and probably have it oh my um, gosh that's so cool yeah so I, I, I kind of collect and um, also play them play them as well but I uh, in my downtime definitely video games and even being um, 42 I love cartoons so. Most of the older cartoons, older yeah. school cartoons the the new stuff is okay, but um cartoons, video games, um, you know, and then exercising, probably not in that order, but <laughs> you know exercising being active um, yeah that's pretty much what I like what I you know like to do.
0: you know what video game I really miss playing Mario Kart
1: Oh, and I have that yeah. oh,
0: you do I Loved playing that when I was younger because we had like a little what would they call like a GameCube or something like that? hmm
1: They had a GameCube. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh my gosh, Mario Kart was so much fun
1: and yeah. I haven't
0: played it since we had that GameCube when I was like eight years old.
1: Yeah, Mario. And, it's, and that's funny. I actually, I'm um, sitting down. I'm looking right at the GameCube. That's funny. That's one of the one of the systems that i collected. But yeah, Mario Kart is a is a classic. Yeah, classic.
0: All right. So next question for you is, mm-hmm. what did you want to be when you like when you're younger? What would you want to be mm-hmm. when you grew up?
1: Um, when I was younger, I, I wanted to be a few things. I, I was they were kind of in the running. So I wanted to be an, an architect um, when I was younger. Um, that was probably pretty solid up until my mm, sophomore or junior year in high school where I was like, I wanted to be an architect. I was taking mechanical drawing. Oh, wow. Um, I had some, I, I like to say some, you know, artistic abilities. I, I always loved art, but wanted to be an architect, but um, probably midway through junior year, going into senior year, it was, um, I wanted to be an art teacher. And I know that's like architect, oh, wow. art teacher, but it was just a, sh- just a shift of me, you know, continuing, continuing to draw, but then thinking about, you know, I like drawing so much and I get so much joy out of it. What about, you know, giving that to, to other people and maybe mm. helping them, so I wanted to be a, um, a uh, grade school art teacher um, and I, I wanted that. to develop, develop video games. That was on the back end. The, <laughs> the, the front end was art education and that's actually what I had initially wanted to go to school for. Um, and I know you're saying, wait a minute, you said accounting. Yeah, that was probably, my next question. Yeah, I can. The, so the short version on, on, on that one was um, I did go to school um, and I had a... Um, I was majoring in art education, and what happened was in my um, the beginning of my freshman year. <coughs> excuse me. Um, I had um, I had India, so when I had India okay. with my oldest, I came back and I didn't go directly back to school. So I was here and I was working, and um, I kind of just steered away from the art. And I know this is gonna sound crazy. It was one day I was just looking and I was I was flipping through the books and I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go back to school, and I don't know if it's going to be art so what can I do and what can you know what um makes you know pretty good money and yeah. and, and and it accountant was right there.
0: Well yeah and because art account- is ar and then accounting is ac yeah. C, so it's one, literally <laughs> yeah. one page over.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, accounting and and it's interesting because I I don't like math. So people are like oh my gosh, who doesn't Yeah, they like you're an accountant who doesn't like math, but I like the the rules and the laws and the logic behind it, and I think that's what kind of kind of pulled me to it. So I went to school and um, got a degree in accounting, and haven't used it <laughs> since. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah, that's you what know, we do, right? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that story so many times, um, and yeah, I mean that that's how it is. I know for me, like my degree, I was working on. I started as like um, business. Mm -hmm. and then I was like I just felt like I wasn't learning anything so then I stopped going to school (laughs) and then when I went back to school I started doing like um, media design Mm -hmm. which of course like that's what I do now but at that point I was like wait I'm already like have my own media design company and I could probably teach these courses and yet I'm about to go into a lot of debt in order to have a degree for something I'm already making money. And, already doing right. Yeah, so I was like, I'm just gonna quit school, and that's that's my story. But anyway, back to you, <laughs> Belle. um So interesting that you switched from art to accounting, but also just with your life. Totally understand why you made that switch, and we're gonna go off that idea real fast. So mm-hmm. the idea of the podcast is we're gonna talk about a time in your life. When life literally threw you a curveball, when you thought you were going one direction and then all of a sudden something happened that made you go into another direction, and I I don't know if that for you would be when you decided to go from art to accounting, or maybe it was something inside the pandemic, or maybe just something another point in your life. But could you share a time that something like sure. that happened?
1: Sure. Um, so when I um, when I hear that and and I really think of. Probably the biggest curveball that that had ever come to me was um, me giving my my life to Christ. And mm. the reason why I, I say that is because um, up until that point, and I believe I was about 20 or 21, you know, I was, you know, doing what Anthony wanted to do. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it was fine. You know, as far as I was concerned, I was doing okay, you know, and... and I was making, you know, decent money. And not that it was about the money, but just from the outside looking in, everything seemed to be okay. But there was something that was that was missing. And there were just, um, you know, obstacles that would present themselves to me that I just didn't really know how to handle. And because I didn't know how to handle them, I would handle them the wrong way. I would handle them the way that Anthony wanted to handle them. And I would begin to kind of make a mess or more of a mess of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the situation. Um, so when I say kind of like the curveball. um, you know, at the time I was not um, born again. I was not saved, um, but my uh, wife was saved. So there was a little bit of conflict there and she would always try to get me to, you know, to to come to church and I just didn't want to come. And one day I finally came and there was just a feeling um, that had happened that day. And to me, that was the curveball because there was a it was a point in my life where I was getting older, Mm -hmm. but I was getting older by, you know, like in, 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 in age, not in maturity, not Mm. in, you know, I just, I wasn't growing. I wasn't really progressing. I thought I was, and it was just something at that very moment where it was like, almost like, how can I even say it? Like, it was like a, like a book that was like in front of me. And it was just like, okay, listen, this is where, this is all the stuff that you've done. Yeah. All the stuff that you've done, good, bad, right, wrong. And you're not where you want to be you're not where you need to be and there was just a change at that moment um now am i going to say once i gave my life to christ that everything was you know rainbow sunshine no yeah of not course. at all but it was just that moment where i really understood that i needed a change because the things that were just manifesting from my actions and from my hands they weren't they weren't good they mm. weren't good and and it, and it wasn't you know um It just, it didn't, it didn't make me look good as a person. Yeah. And just some of the actions and and things just, you know, they, you know, they weren't really right. Looking back at it now.
0: Do you remember, um, why you decided to go on that Sunday?
1: Um, I, I'm trying to think of what, I know, I, I believe it was, um. I believe it was Resurrection Sunday. But I think it was just Mm. in my mind, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go just because I wanted to make her happy. Like that was, and I'll just be honest, that was like my mindset at that time. There had been some, you know, just some ups and downs I had had, you know, going to different churches and being treated by pastors who looked down on me because I wasn't saved. Right. And and that just kind of made me feel some type of way. But I definitely remember just going because it was, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, it's, it's Easter as far as I was concerned, but yeah. you know, for the church it was Resurrection Sunday. So I'm going to go and, you know, lo and behold, I'm sitting there minding my business and <laughs> it was just that change that came and, and all of a sudden I was like, okay, wait a minute. Um, why do I feel this way? Yeah. Why do I feel like, wait a minute. I'm like, am I, am I really going to get ready? Or why would I feel like I'm going to cry?
0: Mm, I'm like, I have, that I'm like, holy I'm not, spirit likes to creep yeah. up out of nowhere
1: <laughs> yeah I said um I said I'm not sad I'm not I said where is this coming from and that was just at that moment just you know like you were talking about that, that curveball where it was like okay it's a fork in a row and it's like well how, how are you going to react to this feeling that you're feeling and you know and from there it just you know it I just I, you know I kept going from there
0: yeah Um, How did your wife react?
1: Um, I'm trying to I I believe that she was happy but then also at the same time maybe You know looking to say okay, is this something that's going to to stick?
0: Mm, Yeah,
1: and the reason why I say that is because of who you know Anthony was up until that point yeah, you know yeah. And it's just like, you know, sometimes things they stick Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then, you know, Thursday, it falls off Friday, you find it on the ground f- Saturday, you pick it back up. And then Sunday's like, oh, it's, you know, it, there it is again. Yeah. But, yeah. You know,
0: do you feel like um, it was hard to pivot into this new lifestyle? Because um, that's really what it is. It's, it's mm-hmm. a full lifestyle change.
1: It is, it is, and, and definitely, um, I definitely think it was hard to pivot because, you know, of the, the rate that I was going, and like I was, it was like full steam ahead. So to try to stop and to like, you know, go another direction or try to stop in the turn or, or stop and do something, it was, it was extremely hard. And there were a lot of times where I found myself, um, you know, failing or falling short, but because I didn't know, what I know now and that, you know, and I I definitely don't want to, you know, take it there where it's like, you know, we all fall short, you know, daily. But at the time, at the time, I didn't know. So I was falling and, and, you know, not telling anybody and then beating myself up and then just saying, okay, you know what I'm done with this. And, you know, there would be days or weeks where it would just be, you know, the old Anthony, but then Mm -hmm. there was that, that feeling where it was like, okay, tapping you on the shoulder, like, you know, you know, that this is, this is not where you want to be. And I'm like, you're right. It's not, Mm, you know, and it's like, you know, shake it off and, and, and try again. But it was definitely, definitely hard initially. And, and over the, you know, even first few years, you know, that's just being honest. It it was definitely hard.
0: Yeah. What were some rhythms that you had to put in place in your life in order to help you maintain the lifestyle that you wanted to have?
1: So I mean, I mean, I would say that, you know, looking at the things that were positive and trying to hold on to that, where it was, and I know it's, excuse me, I don't want to sound cliche, where people are like, oh, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Right. So holding on to, excuse me, sorry, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, holding on to that, um, you know, where there were times where, you know, I felt joy and I felt peace. holding on to that where there were times where things would come to either test me or, or old lifestyles, old habits would come, and, you know, I'm like, okay, I know that's, you know, I know that's what I used to do, but that's not who I am anymore, so I would try to really just hold on to, okay, you know, think about the last time where, you know, I, I felt good, and, and I was really focused, and I was really determined, um, you know, to me, that was one of the things that really helped me to get through, and then also, you um, you know, also my wife, you know, her support was, um, you know, was, was, uh, amazing.
0: That, that's so great. I love that one thing you said. I know you said it was cliche, but I've actually never heard it before, but I'm not where I want to be, but I'm also not where I used to be. Yes. That's so great. And that's also a statement that's filled with so much grace too. It is. Um, because you go ahead. Yeah.
1: No, 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 you, no, you, no, you go ahead. I, I was just saying that it, it is. <laughs> you no, know, you go ahead.
0: Um, yeah. It's just like, I'm coming from like a, someone who's definitely a perfectionist and everything like that. And, um, I, you know, at the gym, you know, do as many burpees as you mm-hmm. can in, in a minute. And I'm like, who, what's the highest I'm going to do higher than everyone else. Um, that, that's, that phrase is like so important just to remember, like it's okay. And it life is. is just a journey.
1: It is. And I think we don't, we don't, we don't hear that enough that it's okay. It's, you know, it's one thing when you intentionally do something, when you're intentionally trying to, you know, make something, you know, go wrong, but when things happen and life happens and think, you know, it's, people don't hear that enough. Like it's okay. You know, yeah. we, we, we don't, we don't say it enough. And sometimes people don't hear it enough and then we're so hard on ourselves as a result.
0: Oh, yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> preach. Just, <laughs> just preach. Um, there's sometimes I just, um, I actually used to, um, this is like getting super personal, but like I have like a problem with like um, like eating and like eating mm-hmm. disorders and stuff like that. And I remember I had a scale and a friend of mine told me, if you're going to have a scale in your apartment, she's like, take a post-it note and write the words, it's okay. And put it on the scale. <laughs> Because you can use it as accountability, but you can't, like, that way, it was like, any time I looked at it, I'm like, okay, whatever it is, it's okay. Right. And then I'm going to move on with my day. Because um, those two words, I mean, that's a lot. But um, I, what would, like, if you were to give me one big lesson that you learned to, during that time, that, during the journey, not necessarily where you are now, but during the journey of be going from old Anthony to new Anthony, what would be that biggest lesson? Be open to
1: change.
0: Mm.
1: Be, be open to change. Um, you know, just up until that point, there was, there was no change. There was Anthony's way and it was just like, okay, listen, this is the way it's gonna go and if you're not doing it this way, then you're probably not gonna be with me or you're not gonna be around me if you're not doing it, you mm. know, my way. Yeah. And, you know, and then when the change started to come, it was, okay, well, there's still Anthony's way, but Anthony wasn't in control. Anthony was never really in control, mm-hmm. but it's like, Now you have to be open to to change and to trying, you know, different things, almost like and I'm not trying to say that they're the same, but just like a, um, you know, a comparison, almost like trying different foods. Right. So, you know, you go somewhere and there's a buffet if you're if if you're a buffet type of person and you see something and it looks and you're like, okay, well, you know, I always get steak and I always get broccoli. But then you see something else that kind of looks like broccoli, but it's not broccoli. And you're like, well, you know, it looks appetizing, but yeah. Am I going to try it? Am I not going to try it? I mean, what, what's going to hurt from you trying it or being open to try it? You yep. know, it may be something that you come to like. So I definitely think being open to, to change is um, probably the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, so important. Um, okay, last question before we mm-hmm. get, go into our speed round. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you feel like where you are now is where you're going to stay? Or do you feel like you have another big curveball coming at you?
1: Um, you know, I want to say I feel like where I am now is it, but that's when, great. You know, but I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure. And the only reason why I say that is, you know, working, um, you know, for the health insurance company and and giving my life to Christ and having a family, and and being married. I thought that that was it. I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be a um, a pastor of a church. You so, know,
0: that's the first time you're mentioning that here. It, when, it is. <laughs> it is. Way to bur- bury the lead. Tell us about this.
1: Yeah. So, um.
0: Which also, can I just add, you totally buried that at the gym, too. I didn't find that out about you for months.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, for, for, for me, um, I think it's just, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm I'm Anthony and I'm yeah. always gonna I'm always gonna be Anthony and I know everybody has their own thing, their own spiel and that's not to knock anybody, but that's just that wasn't ever really something that I I felt, you know, like, hey, you know, I'm Pastor Anthony or I'm you yeah. know, it was just like, you know, hi, my name is Anthony and you know, if the conversation comes up, of course, you know, I'll talk about, you know, God and, and, and what we could talk about God. We can talk about Game of Thrones. We can talk about whatever, <laughs> it, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Well, um, that's what,
0: something I love so much about being your gym partner was like, like we could just talk about anything. And, um, like, I remember the day that like, we were kind of like, you're a Christian, I'm a Christian. Oh my gosh. Like we could talk right. about God. And that's so cool. Like that yes. for me was so exciting, but also at the same time, I could be like, yo, burpee stink. <laughs> right.
1: And, and that's, and you know, and that's, that's how it should be. That's, that's really how it should be. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so it, um, after I, I gave my life to Christ, I really thought that that would be it. And I think that, you know, a lot of us think that like we give our lives to Christ and that's it, but there's just a greater plan. There's a, um, expected end that I've been kind of saying that we all have. And for me, I thought it was okay. You know, I, I, took to outreach. I love just, you know, outreach, outreach. But then I had heard, you know, from just different people like, oh, you know, there's a call on your life, you know, call for you're the pastor. And I'm like, no, that's, you you definitely don't know who you're talking to. And they said, no, it's, you know, it's you and your wife, you know, both of you. And and we were both like, you know, no, no, no. And we served in churches and we did, you know, just about everything from, you know, kitchen committee to Sunday school to usher board to, you know, just everything. And, it, it got to the point where, you know, God was just really nudging us to saying, listen, I need you guys to to, to step out and to, to get this going. And um, you know, and we did, we, um, we started United Kingdom Ministries um, a little over, I would say about two and a half years ago. And um, you know, we started in Jackson, um, started very, you know, very small and then COVID hit. And we were going to Jackson uh, Liberty High School. but then when COVID hit, um, we lost access to the school. Oh, so we're wow. Losing, and yeah. So there, there was another, if you want to say curveball. I know that that happened to, to you know, to everybody, not just us, but just a, just talking personally, that was a yeah. curveball that came and And we had to adjust. And when we decided to adjust, we said, well, you know what, let's do um, let's just do the audio. And we opened up the phone line and, and did the audio, which was something we didn't do in um, Jackson. And what we found were were that um, the first few times, like there were people who were just dialing in from like all over. So people were dialing in from like down south and, you know, people who maybe wanted to attend or wanted to, you know, hear but couldn't. But now because of this, you know, the pandemic and everything, it just kind of shifted everybody's focus to say, okay, well, now we can listen this way. So we've been um, we've been doing that um, you know, ever, you know, ever since we've, um, just kept it with the, with the audio, um, calls. We're going to be shortly soon going back into video and audio, but we've been doing the audio and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a blessing, you know, whether it's one person on there, it's 10 people, 20 people, whatever it is. I mean, if you know, anybody that we can, you know, pour into, um, it's, it's awesome.
0: That's amazing. I love that. I'm um, so happy that you guys are tapping into the audio too, because there's not a lot of churches that are doing that and that's needed right now. So yes. that's incredible. Um, okay, here we go. Let's do that speed round. So okay. as quickly as we can, okay. last book that you've read.
1: Um, I got to get the last book. So it was, uh, leadership is language. That was the last book that I, that I completely read.
0: Nice. A uh, favorite movie.
1: This is going to date me, but the favorite movie is The Warriors, 1978.
0: Oh, is it terrible? I have never even heard of that. But I haven't um, heard of much many movies except for like Marvel. So
1: it's um, it's uh, a movie about um, a gang, a street gang from Coney Island. And they go up to the Bronx and they're framed for killing the head leader of a gang. Oof. and They have to fight their way back to Coney Island. So they have like all the gangs. Oh, looking for wow.
0: Them. That's kind of cool. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> um, OK, favorite music artist.
1: Oof. um I'll go with Stevie Wonder. Oh yes
0: yes good good choice <laughs> um, What's the most important skill that you've developed over the years that you feel like others should develop as well?
1: Um, hm being you know what I'm gonna say compromise but I'm gonna say just being humble
0: mm, um, that's a good one.
1: Yeah definitely, just being humble.
0: Okay if someone were to give you a personal tagline, what would it be?
1: Personal tagline. Ooh. um, I don't know. That's ooh. A personal tagline. (laughs) A personal tagline would it be? um, I'm just me.
0: Ooh. Good one. I applaud you for that one. Okay. Who do you look up to the most? Either someone that's already passed or someone that's alive right now
1: um definitely my my father um he he passed away in uh 2002 mm. um from uh from cancer but definitely okay. somebody who thank you thank you um definitely somebody who I look up to and who I see just now so much of him in me of course you know when oh, you're younger nice. you when you're younger you don't see that
0: yeah of course <laughs> yeah okay last question When you're gone, what is the one thing you want to be remembered for? Mm.
1: Um, Just being a, just being a person who always tried to help, you know, no matter what, like just, just, just being just, if, if nothing else, when they, if somebody says my name, like, yes, I remember him. He was always willing to help no matter what you know, whatever I could do, I would do. Um, So yeah, definitely that.
0: I love that. Well, that wraps up all of my questions. Thank you so much for being on this podcast and for being our first guest. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. It was just great being able to talk to you again.
1: You too. You too. I appreciate it.